Hey guys, we got Jenna Garcia from Denver Stiffs on today's show. Really fun discussion about a number of topics. We talked about Michael Malone's press conference with the media, really the first time he's spoken with the local media uh, earlier this week. Also a conversation around Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. So fun show coming up. First though, you guys know these guys are still open. They are an essential business. Mile High Green Cross is still given 20% off of your entire purchase once per month. But you got to sign up for their loyalty program. That's the only caveat. Not hard. You know, just sign up for their loyalty program. Get 20% off of your entire purchase once per month. You can find Mile High Green Cross located on 9th and Broadway. They've got parking there. They also offer hyper in and out in just nine minutes. Just a short amount of time. Might be a little more with uh, everybody stocking up these days. Not much going on. But sign up for the loyalty program and receive 20% off of your entire purchase once per month at Mile High Green Cross. That offer extends to current members. Welcome into the DMBA live show. I'm your host, Adam Modis. Oh, actually, presented by Illegal Pete. Damn it, I'm there you go. There you go. Let's go. I'm feeling it. Jen, Jen, let's, hear, let's hear your best uh, air horn. You have to give an air horn. Yeah. Air horn? I think I Dev had the best air horn. Dev, well, yeah. Dev had the best everything. I mean, Dev's just a superstar <laughs> for a reason. Yeah, uh, maybe Dev will be a superstar uh, after this uh, this experience. We're I'm joined, of course, by Eric. You know him as D-Line Co. Let's go, Eric. You look like you are like John Elway's caddy. Uh, if you have me, I'll do anything for John Elway. I'll do anything for the man. I'll caddy. I'll clean. Uh, I don't. What are you even talking about? I just put on clothes I was going to wear today. You do anyway. look like John Elway's caddy. It felt like a little cold in my apartment, uh, in my core, but not in my extremities. So I just thought I'd wear a, uh, you know, something to fix that. That's actually a very. You look like a, a real Broncos fan. Well, I'll have you know that I am a real Broncos fan. <laughs> Like I think that's a good point, story. though, Eric, because a vest is the most useless article of clothing. Strong disagree. Made. Could not disagree with this take at all. It's the most useful. You only get cold. <laughs> chest it's not you the most cold useful. On the arms. There's a lot of middle ground between the two polar ends of the spectrum. Well, I, I, like, could, I, could, I could very well get by with never, like, having a vest ever in my entire life. I'm with this, fine. This and vest, he's from Boulder. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> the, does, the it capital, the, yeah, does it bother you that this is not made by North Face? Is that the issue? <laughs> so, but the thing is, is that uh, this vest is more i mean obviously it's beautiful i put it on because of its beauty and uh, i'm a beautiful person so the two match and so that's the utility the oh, vest is way more beautiful than <laughs> everyone's, everyone's quiet and uncomfortable all right let's move on <laughs> also joined by Brendan about orange, man. hey guys how's it going <laughs> that, that midday energy I'm Harrison. actually excited to be here, though. So, and uh, filming from his bathroom, it's Harrison Wynn. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's up, guys? I got that midday energy too. I guess. I think we all do, We're all <laughs> or or morning energy, if you will. Jen, uh, and then from Denver Stiffs, it's Jenna Garcia. What's up? Well, nice. That's definitely morning energy. Fiery intro. Uh, first of all, I just woke up. <laughs> this is the least fiery I've ever seen Jenna, actually. I, I'm, I'm guessing she'll be spicier as, as it goes on and the takes start flying. I mean, I get pumped when I get to the Pepsi Center, you know? I get hyped going in. <laughs> is that A-plus sweatshirt, though. A-plus sweatshirt. 
This was for Harrison. I wanted to wear my Chargers gear, but I didn't want to make all of Denver mad at me. Your Chargers I'm, gear? I'm telling you, yeah. nobody would have gotten mad. Like the, the Los Chargers. Angeles Chargers? You yeah, own no, their gear? San Diego. Only yeah. San Diego gear do I have. The gear that you're able to charge your, your phone off of, right? Like it has plugs and things coming <laughs> up. This is a momentous day. I'm fairly certain you're actually the first Chargers fan I've, I've met in person. True. That's just not true. You guys have so many Californians in Denver. Like that's just and, and yet they're, they're and Raiders yet, fans. Yeah, honestly, I'm not just trolling you. I don't think I've met another one. Yeah. It's, Literally, it's Jenna and my best friend from middle school. Two Chargers fans. What's his name? Oh, wow. Shout him out. Do you remember yeah. his name? My guy Jonas. Jonas. Oh, just, hey, I know Jonas. loser. Big Jonas guy. Um, no, you know what though, Eric. There's some teams you can wear their gear. I th- I feel like you can be a Nuggets fan and maybe you wear. Okay, this is a bad example, but like the Orlando Magic, you just don't care about them. If they had something cool, you'd be like, yeah, I'll rock with that or whatever. I feel like the Chargers that way. They're not offensive enough, and their colors are actually really cool. I know this we always so rag on the, on the Broncos powder blues, and it's the same, but yeah, they make it work. Their color scheme is the Nuggets color scheme. They have powder blue, yellow, dark navy. That's yeah. really the jerseys are sweet though. The powder blue Ladanian Tomlinson Chargers were legit. Oh dope. yeah, that was a legit. There cool. we go. Yeah. How that, do you guys even think I became a Nuggets fan? Yeah, that's. I mean, but so I've that, never thought about that. that color scheme Wait, that's why? Well. Because of the powder San blue. Diego. <laughs> San Diego does not have a basketball team, right? They also and... don't have a football team. Yeah, this is a good reason. They did when I was there, and so I was a Chargers fan, but the closest teams were Utah, and I didn't like Utah, and the Nuggets had the same colors we had, so I was like, for sure the Nuggets. You could have been a uh, Pacers fan, then, too. They now true. have the yeah. same colors as the Nuggets. The Pacers are too far away. True. They don't have the powder blues. It's the powder blue is the connection. Mm-hmm. So, so like, you're not allowed to root for an Indiana team unless you've lived there your whole life and have never left. You, yeah. guys, like a weird you guys saw these though, right? Those I, are fire. I know. I actually really dig them. I like, actually, I like let, let's six. go. Let's go to Eric on this. So Eric. six. Eric oh, is six gosh. uniforms too many. Uh, for football, probably. Yeah, yeah. Well, football it doesn't really go. I mean, the NBA has really pioneered, and I guess, and the MLB has pioneered the idea of there being fifty-four different uniforms <laughs> right. in every <laughs> every closet. Um, on these, I mean. I, you know that I always appreciate cleanliness and classic design. And godliness. And cleanliness <laughs> and godliness. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so I do I do like these. They, they are nice. They didn't go over the top with the – there's not too much ornamentation. The one thing that I don't love is the number on the helmet just because there's a lot yeah. going on. But it looks that's too like crowded, a, yeah. Yeah, it's a little crowded. Um, and I always thought the, uh, the bolt – I mean the bolt, the curve of the bolt is just designed – for the side of a helmet so it like can stand with such power and the other thing is like that uh, the number on the number on the side of a helmet is something you've, you've seen throughout the history of football but it never sticks around it like always goes oh. away the only the only team that like has really hold up held on to that is alabama to my knowledge yeah. and um but so they have it, it's sort of like you have to decide either go number or design and but you know I that's like a small quick strong disagree man i think it looks cool i just like different like in this way and i guess it works too because it's the chargers i don't to your point there's certain teams that can never the cowboys can't do crazy or whatever but the well, this isn't can. crazy this isn't this isn't crazy at all this is like very pared down jenna as um a long time uh los angeles person yourself <laughs> um what do you think of the new look is this true to chargers is this sick 
yeah, it's sick, but I am not a long time Los Angeles no, person. I know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I like cannot stand any of the LA teams. If I wanted to be an LA fan, I would have decided that when I was a kid. Because I mean, they had the Lakers right there. So, Look do you like one. the Chargers less mm. now? Um, like, did they bail on you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think most people in San Diego feel like a little bit of resentment or whatever, but it's like it's still our team. Yeah, I don't know why they left. Like that's just—it was just so stupid. It was, but it was all contracts. They all, needed a new stadium, stadium and then yep. they moved into a soccer stadium. Right. What's up? I mean, I know why they left, you guys. I just mean like it doesn't make any sense for like to have another team in LA. Yeah, There's for sure. There's plenty of, of space in California, especially San Diego. It's kind of interesting to me though, cause like we're definitely baseball people in San Diego. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a baseball city. And so now that it were just baseball, it's kind of like, even though I don't want the Chargers to leave and I never did, it makes sense to me in that yeah, sense. The, the Chargers always, like they, the Chargers never drew that well in San Diego. Yeah. They, they always had empty seats and it's just one of those. And then, you know, they, when, uh, other NFL fan bases would troll them on that. They would always then default to the idea that like, well, you know, we have other things going on. So yeah, it's just the, it's the proximity to Los Angeles and even Los Angeles, man, I'm telling you, there's like, it's, it's not that cool for the average person, but for the best, the most richest and well-off people, it's really cool. <laughs> and all the people it's not cool for project themselves onto those. Yeah. People. It's the 99, 1% thing times a thousand. Yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> It's like, yeah, we got Hollywood and we got all the best. Yeah, like, you don't no, go to bro, those Matt parties. Damon is having a great weekend. I was, I cried, but we're, we live in the same city. I'm yeah. sure the clubs are fun, but you're not allowed in. Yeah, no, they turned me away. It was a forty dollar car charge, but I got, I got up to the door. Exactly. Everybody else is just like eating in and out and going to a crowded beach every weekend. Yeah, that sounds good to me though. I'll take that. It actually is good. When I lived in LA, I was without a job for like I don't know how many, like three months or something. This was back nice. 10, 15 years ago but i went to the beach every day of those three months every yeah. single day i was at the beach where it was great it was one of maybe the best three months of my life um <laughs> not even not even a little bit joking. i've known you for much longer than three months that hurts <laughs> um so we had malone uh we got to talk to malone the other day and we haven't talked about it on the show yet um in part because there was some news to come out of it but not you know it's your typical what's going on nothing what's the yeah it was your typical lot. quarantine press conference yeah, yeah. you know Run but, the, the old standard. <laughs> but it was really nice to see. Oh, look at that. Go Jenna. Um, hey, the fans are... <laughs> <laughs> That was the most least enthusiastic. Yay. <laughs> um, no, but it, it it is good. Like, it's weird, man. I felt really happy getting to see Malone. And he was in a good mood. Yeah. It just is one of those things where it felt, uh, it almost felt normal for a day. Like, it almost felt like, hey, we're back here. And Malone's... You know, he's so good with the, the media and telling these stories when he's in that mood. Um, Jenna, what was your takeaway from the whole thing? Well, first off, I will say you were sucking up hard at the end of that press conference, Adam. Thank I you. Oh. I mean, maybe you just miss oh. people, but I was like, what a suck up, Adam. He's like, who was I sucking up to? Who, who would I have sucked in up to? Chat. Man, you guys in have to chat. understand. Like, I'm going to tell you exactly what I said. This is crazy. So in the special. chat, I just said, thanks so much for, 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 uh, I said, it's like, really good to see everybody. I hadn't talked to these people. You talked to them every day. I hadn't talked to them for like two months. I said, it's really good to see everybody. And just that, like it felt, it almost felt like a normal day back at the office, which was nice. I think there was more that was what I said. That was a sucker. Not everybody has all three. What is, what is this? So good to see you, Coach. So, so glad to see you're you guys. Wow. What a, what a suck up. What a suck up. 
Jesus. There, there were, I, I won't name names, but there were people on the call who were actually trying to suck up no during their yeah. questions, which yeah, was no pretty doubt. funny. For sure. For sure. I definitely felt that way. I thought Malone was, I mean, and I'm going to say this and I'm going to sound like a suck up now. And I'm well aware of it. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be this guy in the whole world. He's so what, nice. What? He's so sweet. He's so nice. He was just like so thoughtful about everybody answering everybody's <laughs> questions. He was like worried and concerned and made, made sure to say that about every single person. You know, Harrison, I hope you're doing well. Like, what a nice guy. He's a sentimental so dude. Nice. I think. Some rough edges, but, but, you know, unfortunately, there have been multiple times. You know, there was the shooting right before a game, and he sort of had to speak candidly on some more somber issues. And you can just really, like, you see this really, like, gruff kind of tough guy soften up. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I also feel like this time is just going to make everybody just a nicer person, to be honest. Like, we're just going to be nicer to each other. We're gonna wow, be that's nice, a take. Not, we're going to be I'm nicer to strangers. I'm going to yeah. be meaner to people. I was nice to people yesterday, and I, it's gone horribly, I, I guess. It was completely <laughs> taken wrong. I was Last time I've ever nice to anybody. I'm definitely waiting for this to kick nice. in from the three of you. I am way too nice, apparently. I did not. I did not realize this, but I've learned. Uh, yeah. So, was there anything that was said? Uh, in, in I guess we can go over some of the details about it. You know, the coaching stuff. This is some of the stuff was like we know we either knew or was predictable, but they've, yeah. they've all been working out via different apps and um, you know communicating with the guys. Sounds like pretty pretty regularly trying to make sure that they're on top of whatever workouts and mentally prepared. He said that you know even play calls. You don't think about this, but coaches always talk about when guys go away for the summer and they come back for training camp they've forgotten plays and they've forgotten this and that well we're basically like it's been so long it's almost been half an off season so guys might have forgotten some plays and it's Maybe been a little even, even different than an off season <laughs> because during an off season you can at least use the facility and sometimes like a couple guys from the roster are there so it's like right even you different just, than that you and I, links to what makes me play great adam <laughs> yeah, Adam, you, you you know as like the playbook aficionado, is this the kind of thing you need to be kind of like maintaining day to day, like your knowledge of this playbook? Like, do do you lose it in theory if you're not paying attention to it and you take two months off? I think I think every guy is going to be different in this sure, regard, right? Sure. Like, there's some people that will remember the play from eighth grade, third quarter, you know, whatever. Right. They're going to have that memory, and then there's some guys that I think have a really hard time learning it to begin with, as yeah. we've discussed mm -hmm. this year. But um, uh, and and I also want to say that there is more I don't know about the Nuggets playbook than what I do know. So I don't want to like overstate sure. yeah. my my level of familiarity with with the Nuggets schemes or whatever. Um, but yeah, I do think from my experience, obviously in college, Jenica talked to this too. You do you go away, you go away from it for a while, and it comes back quick. But you probably do forget like, oh, that's right, that's what this inbound play was. I forgot, right, right, right. or whatever. So. I tried to drive to the grocery store yesterday, and I was forgetting how to drive. So I'm sure these guys forgot. I thought you were going to say your grocery list, but <laughs> no, no, the, the no. Right how to I had that on my yeah. phone. Thanks. That was yeah. weird. I haven't driven. I've driven like three times, like during this entire what is it, six weeks now? That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is true. I put gas in my car the other day, eight dollars, um, and it was cheap. But it was just because I was only down like one-eighth of a tank in the last two months. It was pretty yeah. wild. That, was, that yeah. was my biggest takeaway from the uh, the presser, too. Like, Monte Morris even said it on Instagram, I think, a couple of days ago, that he feels like he stayed in pretty good basketball shape. He's been yeah, working out. He has a, a private gym that he has access to, but he has forgotten some of the play calls. Not the guy that I would peg to have forgotten some of the play calls either. But I thought that was interesting. And um, 
Yeah, I, I like how Malone organized a film session via Zoom just to see if these guys had like remembered their play calls. I thought that was pretty funny. But, but my impression, man, and and I'm projecting here, but like league wide, I don't think this is as like I think in our heads we're hearing like, oh, the teams are still in contact with the players. Like there's a plan in place. It seems to me like this is much looser, right, than oh, they sure. want it to kind of sound. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, these guys are not kind of all operating well, as a unit. Malone wasn't going to hop in the press conference and be like, I haven't heard from Jokic for no, four weeks. No, of course. So I no, okay. I know. But it's our job to then, those are the words we got, but I'm interpreting it. I don't uh, get the sense that, you know, it's 15 guys on the same page right now or anything like that. Not at all. Not at all. Um, and, and Malone, what are the chances I, MPJ actually learned the plays? Yeah, well, that, there, there, there it is. You this said would the, be uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty low. Pretty this low, would be a great time for everybody to learn the playbook. For real. What else are we doing? What's up, Nick? Can I call um, you Nick? I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, if, I, Monte is surprising to me. I would not have guessed he'd be a guy. Although I will say, I, I'm, I'm a Monte stan, man. I just think that guy's incredible. I think uh, – him, he's always on Instagram, posted those workouts, and look, that doesn't mean anything. But I would bet Monte comes back in the 99th percentile in terms of like sharpness. Yeah, and ready to go. That so it's funny. Mind. Yeah, he said he has access to a private gym, and I was actually talking to Kenyon Martin about this yesterday, and just saying how he's got a son right now who's getting ready for the draft, and I was asking him like, is it tough for him to get ready for the draft when you know gyms aren't open and you might not have the access that he that the, you normally do. And he said that, like, through his connections, obviously, he has access to a private gym. And if NBA players are saying they don't have access to, like, a gym like that, I feel like they're full of shit, right? Like, they should be able to find a gym to work out at, no? I don't think so. Look at Vlatko. Who does Vlatko even know here? Yeah, that's true. I I have to think that, like, the Nuggets should be able to find (laughs) a a gym that's open for guys to work out at. And, And, like, if guys are saying, yeah, I haven't you know, picked up a ball in a month, a month and a half. Like, that's just ridiculous. Do some ball handling drills. Like, that's, that's, I don't think that's an excuse. Yeah, like, play horse. What happens if you live in an apartment? Go on the like, – go outside. Go to a parking lot somewhere. There are, like, so many gyms that are closed right now and nobody's allowed to go in them and schools and stuff. You would think that there would be something. But I don't know. But but then again, if you don't control the gym, if you say, like, okay, Denver East High School, no, it's closed, nobody's in it. But you don't know that nobody's in it, and so, you know, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm just saying that a person can take that risk, but I don't know. The team the can. themselves can be yeah. like, oh, I hear nobody's in Denver East. We called the principal. He said you can do that. Like, I don't think they can get away right. with that. Did, aren't they allowed? But maybe I'm wrong. Aren't they allowed in the training facility one at a time? Like, they, no, they, they not anymore. Like, uh, that was a thing for no. like a week, and then oh, they were yeah. like, yeah, this obviously can't happen. But that's the thing that doesn't make any sense. If they can't go to their own personal training facility, why would they be able to go to another private gym? What's the difference between the Nuggets private gym and this other private gym? Liability. (laughs) Right. Right. Liability. And then theoretically, there only be like two people, the player and the trainer going in and out of the said gym. What I saw players doing. I saw like five, (laughs) six players out Ooh. in one wow. gym i'm just saying harrison saw what i saw out and about huh i haven't yeah. been outside of my uh, I, i've gone to denver one time to andy feinstein's to pick up some of the decorations you see back here Shout yeah did you guys stop by and say hey bro 
and put us both at risk? Come on. Did you guys know that um, DNVR, that we opened a bar and Adam has never been to it? (laughs) (laughs) I've been once. I want to go back so bad. I know. know. Literally, Kendra and I were going to go on St. Patty's Day. And we were like, Uh, we literally all were. That was the whole idea. (laughs) Thank you. I'm sure it was going to go. It was going to be great. Kendra, we're going to party in that bar. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, 4th of yeah. July. We're going to be doing fireworks right inside. <laughs> well, Ken and I had like a plan. We had talked about it. We're like, we're, uh, not, like, we're not going to just go out for a couple of drinks. Like, we were going to go hard, hard. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. We, we talked back. about it. We had a backup plan, too. Uh, I can't How wait for the <laughs> first person to pass out in the uh, lounge upstairs. Just like, all right, vote had to be carried up to the <laughs> There's going to be yeah, an episode of TDSP with him just laying there asleep on the floor. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. Was there anything I've... else that came out of this this presser that was that was noteworthy? Mm. The presser with Malone. Well, he said LeBron sucks and MJ's the goat. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> yeah, I do remember him saying that. He did not say <laughs> that. <laughs> to be clear, he said LeBron is arguably the greatest of all time. <laughs> to to yeah. be clear. Also, yeah. we know this like Malone has a like a very deep love. For, for LeBron. He talks yeah. very, I mean, and I think, you know, Malone knows, you know, which guys you can piss off when you can, but he, there's nothing that he's ever said or done that makes me think he feels anything other than complete and total affection. For Dude, you LeBron. can't be, you can't be on a staff or a team with LeBron and like, and walk away, not appreciating, <laughs> you know, like anyone who has, I think really does yeah. get it. Like, Oh, he walks the walk. Yeah, for sure. And, and Malone, I don't blame I don't him for David this Blatt at all, but um, <laughs> I don't blame Malone for this at all. But whenever he talks about LeBron, he's sure to say that he coached him for five years. <laughs> I don't blame yeah, him for that. Have, I would yeah. say that same thing too. <laughs> yeah. that is. Funny. Do you guys think people would say that about MJ? Yes. Th- no. They coached him for five years or- what? No, the same thing Brendan said that, you know, like that anybody who worked with LeBron would walk oh. off saying like how, you know, talking about how yes. great he was and that yeah. it was, you think people would say the same thing about MJ? I think, I think case in point being Steve Kerr, who was punched in the face by him <laughs> yeah. and still sings his praises yeah. to this Steve day. Steve Kerr has uh, his entire career maybe to owe to MJ. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think it's it's the same with Kobe, man. Like, of course, there's going to be the Kwame Browns and the Smush Parkers who hate him and will say all these bad stories, which are probably true. But, like, even Lamar Odom and Pau Gasol, those guys speak very, very positively. Very highly. Kobe, of them, and, yeah. and, like, Kobe wasn't easy on those guys either. So, um, as with anything, it's case by case. And with as especially the case with Kobe and with Michael, the people who don't like him and are open about not liking him, usually everybody turns against him. Like, nobody's a Smush Parker stand. Nobody's like, guys, Smush told us. He's, see, the truth is over here with Smush. Nobody just, he's not, he doesn't have the clout for that. Do we know what Smush's real first name is? Is his, is his name Smush? I don't think so. You know, you know what's funny about Smush, though? Here's my Smush take. Smush Parker is a New York a New York playground legend. Like, he's – think about Smush – the name Smush Parker. He was, as at some point in time, was one of the 400 best players ever. Came yeah. from this tough environment. Grew up playing, like, literal street ball to the NBA. And Kobe And he gets ruined. there, and Kobe just ruins him. And now his name is a punchline. Imagine that. Like, just – Climbing to the top of your field, and then once you get there, you become the the butt of every joke. I, I can relate to that. I can absolutely relate to that. Yeah. Um, all right, so nothing else from this press conference. I guess it wasn't that great. I, I want to talk about. I mean, it was great. It was a. There's nothing to be gained. You know, I mean, was, it's been like a lot of these uh, press things during the quarantine. People just don't have a lot of answers. 
or questions. Like, like, what do you think about a bubble scenario? Well, it sounds great, but like we have no idea what we're talking about here. So it's it's, it's kind of yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like when everything's on the table, in a sense, like nothing's really on a table. Yeah. You know, it's hard to ask questions about yeah. it. Before we get back to the show, we got a lot more coming up, including the steps. We'll see if somebody can make it a little further than Corey did yesterday. Breck Brew really needs your help in this time, guys, to keep their farmhouse kicking. And just as you have supported us during these tough times, we're asking you to help support our partners. One of those is Breck Brew. Their farmhouse is still open, and you guys can get pickup. You can get delivery on food, on drinks, and they got some great food options at the farmhouse. Salads, burgers, sandwiches, everything in between. And then, of course, your favorite Breck Brews as well. You can get $5 off your order when you use code DNVR. They're open from 12 to 8 for a pickup. You can get it for delivery as well, like I said. Call them at 303-803-1380 and get $5 off your meal when you use code DNVR. And honestly, there'd be no better way that I'd enjoy chowing down on some food from the farmhouse or sipping a Breck brew than playing a game of WGT golf. If you haven't heard of WGT, I'm not like a huge phone game kind of guy, but WGT is a super realistic golf game played by over 20 million players around the world. You can play with friends online. I just whooped up on Adam in a close to the pin challenge online a couple days ago. But if you want to get involved, and we're all playing on it, DNVR members are playing on it, we're going to have DNVR tournaments. How you get involved is by going to DNVR Golf com and downloading the WGT app through that link. It's really important. That's how you can you know get in our clubhouse and you know, be a part of the DNVR golf experience. Go to dnvrgolf.com. That's where we have the link to download WGT. And like I said, it's super realistic. And I'm not even a big phone guy game, but you can play classic golf courses: Pebble Beach, Bethpage Black, St Andrews. You can compete head-to-head and stroke play close to the pin challenges, tournaments. We're going to be having some tournaments on uh, DNVR, on WGT. So it's just an awesome game. It's lifelike, realistic, and it's pretty addicting too. So dnvrgolf.com and download the WGT golf game today. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm fascinated by this KD versus Draymond stuff. Actually, yeah, but before we move on, did you did you throw that link out on um, that I sent you out on just regular Twitter? Let's see if anybody wants to hop in. If anybody wants to hop in, we threw it. I believe we already threw it into the uh, Discord. So if you're a DNVR member, you should already be able to hop on. If you have questions for Jenna, um, shoot them our way. But um, the Draymond KD stuff is interesting because I keep talking about Ethan's book. It's fantastic. I think people should go read it. But a lot of it was about Katie and how unhappy he was. And he, there was a lot in there about him hating Draymond. Well, Draymond gave a really interesting um, interview with Mark Stein. And, or actually, it wasn't with Mark Stein. I'm sorry. It was with the, the, um, the what is it? All the, the Smoke. All the Smoke podcast with Matt Barnes. Oh, okay. um, and he yeah. went on there and basically said, look, yeah, KD and I no longer are great. He said, I still love him. KD doesn't love me, but I, I'm not going to hold that against him. He goes, but if he wanted me traded... They would have traded me. And first of all, I love are you are we team Draymond here? I I am one hundred percent a Draymond guy. Yeah, I was a hundred percent hater. Hundred percent team Draymond in this. Yeah. I yeah, I uh, all the way. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what? Team KD. 
Oh, of course. Predictable. No, I want to hear what you got first. I want to hear the Team KD version of this uh, this argument. I just think like, okay, we were just talking about this. MJ, Kobe, you guys named all these great players who you said, you know, their teammates would walk off the court and like owe them no matter what happened, getting punched in the face, no matter what, still owe them so much of their career and stuff like that. And it's like, KD gets no love. Nobody yeah, ever says that no about one Katie. owes him anything. Yeah. No one ever says that about Katie. I would say you don't think um, Westbrook owes something to Katie, and it's equally right, like back and yeah. forth. Katie owes something bit. to Westbrook. Yeah. Too. I mean, yeah, like they elevated each other. I think they both owe each other something. Well, what do they Katie owe each other? They the game for the entire a final, a finals game. appearance. Yeah. But there's also a difference between a gentleman like, sleeping the Kevin finals. Durant is really, really good. This is true. I, I, I'm getting flamed for this, but it's true. I'm going to keep doing it. We're not done. I'm going to the publicity. My favorite for writer on like a dec- insanely interesting topic. I'm going to keep plugging it. Um, and I hope, he, get hope he hears this, bro. <laughs> he will. He absolutely will. You guys have distracted. No, but the thing is, is there's a lot of players that you could say, like Kevin Durant's an incredible basketball player. There's nobody denying that. But there's no KD stands. This is the thing that's crazy. Like, there's MJ stands, there's LeBron stands, there's Curry stands. There's no KD stands. Nobody, like, really, well, I mean, except for Jenna, apparently. But there's, like, he's not a guy that has the charisma that people like. And that's sort of the point. And that- you don't hear those stories. You don't hear the former coaches or former players with these incredible KD anecdotes about what an unstoppable teammate or leader or player he was. But- Everyone knows about his all-time talent level, which is undeniable, but... I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't think you hear that mutual respect, you know, and, I, you know, and I read into that that absence. You know, how easily Nike come out with an ad campaign that that says, uh, "If I could be KD, they could remake. If I could be like Mike, be really easy." But nobody does. Nobody wants to be KD. <laughs> nobody wants to. Be I just KD think it's because they get they get hate because they have attitude or whatever attitude. They're not the picture of what an NBA player should be. They're not Magic Johnson in front of the camera. Sure. And it's like, who cares? That's just not them. AI got some hate to, for two, and it was like AI still transformed the game. I just think people hate AI, on KD. AI is not a good comp. AI got so much love. Sure, there was people, you know, so there's white too. America that didn't love him. Yeah, there were racist. Everybody else that <laughs> loved him immensely. <laughs> to be clear, I loved him. And Iverson is like one of the most popular players ever. My first Thank ever. You, Eric. Though <laughs> KD, KD's an amazing player, but I feel like it's fitting that he went to team up with Kyrie, who's like similar to him in a lot of different aspects. Like shies away from leadership, is kind of like fake woke. Um, I mean, they're fake woke is a big part of it. Especially they're, they're, in yeah, age. they're amazing players. They're unbelievable basketball talents, but they're just like so similar in every other aspect of like their off court kind of personality. This is actually. I don't know if we can be deciding who fake woke is. Like any of us should be. Oh, we don't. Oh, I, feel like, I feel very, I feel, I feel very. Good. Kyrie <laughs> put him right yeah. there, yeah, right I number can, one. I think I could distinguish woke <laughs> and fake woke. If TJ was on the show, I would get your point. Oh man, just kidding, TJ. No, Katie. He just doesn't. He doesn't have the charisma, and I don't know, man. Like I. But that's part of my point. My point is that I think people hold on to certain players and you have to have more than just the talent. You also have to have the attitude and you have to have the face for it. Like people remember MJ because he's attractive. Like whether you knew who MJ was or wasn't, you were a woman in that stadium, you would have, your eyes would have gone to him. Same thing with, with Steph. He's universally like most people find him attractive. 
Um, really? I didn't know we don't normally get here. That's really? Light skin, light eyes. I wouldn't have thought Curry. I would. I would say Steph has that, and he has the attitude. He has the like hyped up, positive. I don't know, bouncy guy, nice guy with his kids. But he's willing to fit that role, and like just because Katie doesn't want to be that person, doesn't mean that he's still not Katie, Katie a great player. Seems, doesn't seem not comfortable have... in his own skin. That, yeah. I think that's the number one thing that jumps out when people yeah. look at Katie. Is that I mean, there's a reason he has burner accounts, right? It's I would he's hiding that who he is behind a mask. He's behind actually quite comfortable in his skin, and everyone else in the world is not. Strong comfortable disagree. With who Strong he is. As I mean, someone who's who's nobody. As no, someone who is very uncomfortable in his own skin, let me tell you, I see myself in Kevin Durant, which is insane that I see. Any <laughs> it is funny though, like if you the, the pairing here that we're talking about pitting KD versus Draymond. Draymond is pure charisma. He's like so interesting. I know it's such a funny. And he's so deep, like he's not skilled like KD. K is KD is supreme skill, but bad personality. Draymond. Super interesting yeah. personality, but like just you know, like yeah, and and we just like expect more out of our star athletes now than we did yeah, 10, true. 20 years ago. That's another thing too. Like but if to, Kevin Durant was rising to power in Jordan's era, well, he would just be looked yeah. at for what he did between the lines. Maybe, maybe. Let's bring on. I'm gonna bring on my buddy Bram. Bram, what's yeah, up, Bram? How's it going? What's up, Bram? Look at this. So, Bram actually covered the Warriors for many years, including during the Kevin Durant era. So this is a good a good guest to come on. Um, <laughs> KD, I lovable just want to also unlovable, lovable or unlovable? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, with, <laughs> it's 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 weird that it's even complicated because, like, you know, dating back to the is it Steph's team? Is it his team? You know, Steph. Even if Steph ever went to like whatever any other team, I would love him forever. I think with, mm. with Durant, it's just, um, I mean, Warriors fans are very, very, very easy to please. I mean, we had nothing for so long. Warriors fans still love Andres Beadrens, Be- like, deeply <laughs> and forever. You know, they still love Monte Ellis. Like, we, we have all these players who, J-, J. Rich, like, all these guys are just forever Warriors, like, no matter whatever else happened. And I think Durant is the, the rare person who you're going to get, like, very deeply conflicted thoughts right and it, and it's either like all the one way or all the other i think i'm one of the rare people where i'm like i really enjoyed watching durant play and i think he's one of the all-time great players i also wish he had never joined the warriors you know yeah. so as a as like a lifelong warriors fan I, I know like adam and i've talked about this behind the scenes but i wish they had just run it back you know uh with that 2015 team and just i think they still would have won the same amount of titles in some capacity you know i think durant like brought a lot to the table, but they also had to give up a lot as well. And they, in the end, like ended up becoming ISO heavy sometimes, or they just, you know, Steph was like, not ISO heavy, but like trying to like make Durant happy. You could just tell for forever that they were trying to satisfy Durant's ego and his like need to not only touch the ball, but also control the narrative. And unfortunately, like that team before, like nobody really cared. I mean, it was obviously Steph's team, but nobody cared about trying to control the narrative or what the media right. was saying or, and you know, and part of that is that they were so young and that they didn't know any better. But, but I want to um, take that part because controlling the narrative to me is actually the defining trait of KD. And in a lot of ways, it's one of the, the, the pillars of the book of that I keep referencing because these players <laughs> these days, I'm serious. These players these days, this is what they want is they really want to control their own narrative. They want 
to tell their own story through their voice. Like, oh, we don't need the media anymore. By the way, when they say the media, they're not talking, they're talking about us. They're also talking about all of you guys. They're talking about social media. They're talking yeah. about everybody that comments in any capacity. Right. And that's why it's so funny when fans are like, yeah, screw you guys. Like, no. It's like, talking no, it's, about your dumb tweet yeah. that went viral and everybody's commenting. Yeah, they're them. almost they not talking you. about us at all. It's like not us. us at all. They don't yeah. think about us. Yeah. They don't think about us. We are not the media to them. Except for KD, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's pretty the thing is they does. want to control the, the, the messaging so much. And look, number one, this is 2020. Nobody can control the messaging. You know, it, it, you don't it, think LeBron controls the messaging around what he well, like, of gets course, out? Uh, uh, he can. Yeah, I agree. Uh, with of that. course, but I mean, he's the one guy that has his like tentacles in every single aspect of. He also the he also runs a media company. You know what I mean? And like yeah. owns but an agency. What, but, but, right. Uh, so does Kevin, Kevin Durant. And that's what I'm saying. Oh, These right, guys yeah. are trying to do this now, but again, it seems to make them less happy. And again, it's one of those things where I think with Kobe, people forget he was actually he was loved because Lakers fans are everywhere, but he was hated by a lot of people for a long time. And I think what broke through was <laughs> several years of him just being like aggressively himself. Like he, you know, he was just like, you know what, I'm not changing. And then over time, people were like, you know what, I hated him, but I love to hate him. And I think with KD, he just wants everyone to love him every single second and understand him and to control that. And it's like, guys, it never works. But worked. the thing is, too, like if you were to ask him, I'm sure he would like vehemently deny that and say like he, he's just himself and he's not going to change and he's just right. doing whatever. But it, but his actions don't bear that out. Exactly. Whereas with Kobe, like he doesn't, he really, I don't. What's the swearing thing on this, by the then way? You can, whatever you want. Let it rip. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to like let it rip, but it. But, I mean, Kobe just really didn't give a shit what you thought, you know. Obviously, no, no. and like. Durant obviously does. So it's it's one thing to be like, well, I don't care what people say, and I'm just going to be me, and I'm just going to go play ball, and the only thing that's important is basketball, and none of this makes any difference to me. But then it's like, yo, you just got actively like called out multiple times, not just like once, for like trying to change the narrative internally right. through burner accounts and shit like that, where it's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, if we you just really watched care, you do that, yeah, yeah. Like, if you really only care about basketball, like, just go fucking play basketball. Like, it's not <laughs> right. that hard. Um, and I think as a as a Warriors fan, like that's the thing that always got on people's nerves is that like Steph is obviously always controlling the narrative as much as he can. Like his wife has a reality cooking show, and like you know they're very public, very active people who are a part of our modern society in a way that like makes sense. But it feels like it's true to who he actually is. Where like he grew up in the limelight. His father was a professional athlete. He grew up with money. You know, he's obviously like not coming from nothing he's coming from an affluent you know sort of upbringing and he's bringing his kids up in the limelight and he's like you know using them and you know whatever like his kids are part of his story but it just it doesn't feel contrived it just feels like what they would be doing naturally anyways and what they are doing and they're just like taking advantage of the opportunities presented to them and using their at that as leverage to make more money and to build their brand and to put Aisha in the limelight you know and with Durant it always feels like it feels it feels more contrived and it feels like something that they're working really hard at and you know as americans we feel like or as people and just like watching people i think that anytime <laughs> you see somebody trying too hard you just want to be like dude sure. what are you what are you doing like just yeah. be you you know bullshit. it's such bullshit because it's a double standard every single one of you cares what other people think and what other people tweet of about sure. yeah, you of know like it's so relatable for him to just be to be honest and be like yeah i don't he said to us like he doesn't care but right, and he but said it for the whole the world. Difference. But it's like that's relatable because you wouldn't say to everybody, like tell everybody, yeah, that's actually a weakness of mine. So what? He's real. He like struggles with something, and he handled something, an, a situation poorly. There's been millions of guys who handled totally. situations poorly. There's been totally. tons of guys. Sure. And I, I'm also not saying 
that it's not relatable. And I also really, I mean, I, I really dig Durant. Again, I'm, I'm not like one way or the other. I'm just kind of like saying what, how some people in the community have felt in the past. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the thing about Durant is that he's just like not comfortable in his skin. Clearly right. he's been, he's grew up. He, he but how came can you league, say that about him? But he came into the league because his, his, his actions, one way. His actions. Yeah. he was one person and then he became a completely different person. As, okay. As, went on so one of but, those people were false and so but see that's they, not necessarily true because people come into who they are like different times in life right like my sister just moved to oakland and she like we grew up super strict we weren't allowed to cut our hair we weren't allowed to dye our hair like dresses past your knees like i wasn't even allowed to wear pants for a certain part of time because that's what boys wore and girls didn't wear pants crazy stuff and she like now has like 12 piercings and wears all black stuff and her half her hair is black and half her hair is red. And she's like, finally I am who I am. But she finally feels like she is who she is. And you don't know Katie. But but, but here's the the thing though, is you can't always have your cake and eat it too. And I think that's part of it with KD is that he doesn't understand that. Look, yeah, you can be this, like you, you can't make yourself into a deity and then say that you're. (laughs) 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 He was making a good point. That's the worst part. We've lost you, Adam. No, it's gone. We can't hear you, Adam. I think Adam spilled a white claw on his uh, on his microphone. So, Bram, I have a question for you. Um, yeah, Adam. Who do you like? Uh, who do you think the Broncos will take at fifteen? Are we looking at rugs or? Uh, I don't know. How's the O line? Are they are they are they going to be able to protect Locke? That's my only question. Yeah, I guess we're going to find out. I guess we're going to find. Bram, out. Bram, we had a question from the chat because you're a Bay, Bay Area guy. How does Kevin Durant compare to Bonds as a personality? Who um kind of similarly actually yeah that's a great question i i think that it's man the biggest difference and also like looking backwards is also is just that katie really wasn't there for that long you know and it always kind of felt like he was passing through whereas bonds like he was in it for the long haul and they never ended up winning anything with him but it was also like he was there for i i don't know 12 years or whatever it was i mean i grew up with barry bonds so but even back then, too, like I was way more of a Jeff Kent guy, you know, like I, I who was the second baseman for if you don't remember him, he was like a <laughs> utility player who nobody or I was like even way more of like a JT Snow guy, you know, was or a like Clark guy. Richard Willie. Yeah, Will Clark. <laughs> Richard Willie guy. I think that was actually one of the first games that I I think I was at the Will Clark game. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they they compare to each other in, in very similar ways, except for the fact that. Well, Durant won, and Bonds never won anything. They made it right. to that World Series against the Angels, but they lost, which was that famous thing where Dusty Baker came out and gave the game ball to the pitcher, who I can't remember who it was, and then they ended up losing in Game 6 and lost Game 7 or whatever. But um, Benito Santiago? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I don't know. Santiago was the catcher? I don't know. My baseball is yeah. not. Uh, this is all just like random just memories. named a Giants else. player. <laughs> that I know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the backup catcher Rick on Michelle. the I think he was. <laughs> Oh man. I mean, whatever. That's a whole other story. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like weird sort of, uh, mercurial personalities, they definitely match up in that, in that same way. It's a great yeah. question. It's something I've never thought about, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Maybe Bonds feels like the Curry of San Francisco just cause he was no, but he, so he, he, he was oh, polarizing. Our, right. Our baseball expert here. Yeah, he was <laughs> yeah I know Drew. I, I just named a giant. <laughs> <laughs> the first giant that came to my mind. <laughs> um but they were both people who i mean even while they were here were, were polarizing 
uh, I was also a huge Rich Aurelio yeah. guy. I got his I got his autograph. I used to like go to the games and then hang out and like wait for them to to leave and try to get the autographs and everything. But um, but uh, yeah, I mean we've had some strange, you know, like really players who don't make it easy to root for them. And that was the same thing with Bonds. Like while he was on the Giants, yep. there's a whole subsection of people who were like, he's he's really hard to root for. Um, yeah, that's actually a good point. Bumgarner is much closer. Actually, Posey is much more like the Curry. Like Bumgarner yeah. is is more of his own person. Bumgarner is a lot more like Clay, actually, where they just mm. obviously don't give a fuck. And Man, just Clay is do. the most universally loved guy. Oh, and but he's done it. a good job of just staying away from everything. Like you want to talk about like not getting to know a guy and projecting things on. That's Clay. He's just yeah. He's, he's off he's, the radar enough that you're like his silence on all of this is like speaks volumes. Yeah, you but he's the, that is a guy that's comfortable Clay. in his skin. Clay. But he's he's oh, silent so on everything. Huh. And that's the crazy yeah. thing about Clay is that like he's out there just basically like dating everyone for years, and none of that ever gets out. It's just like oh, right. Clay likes Instagram models, <laughs> and the only thing that people would talk about with Clay is like he has a really cool dog. You know, and it's like if Durant was doing it right. If Durant was doing that same thing, all we would talk about is who who he's dating, you know. But because it's Clay, and because for whatever reason he gets a pass, they're just like, "Oh, his dog is so cute." It's like, do you know what this dude is actually like? He's in everybody's DMs. He's like the re the reason is that he doesn't give a shit what we think, and we can see that. that I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I think 95% of players probably really care what their public perception is, but it's obvious Clay doesn't. But honestly, to me though, that's the thing. So many of these players are <laughs> under these same fact. these same pressures and influences, but we're only having this conversation about Kevin Durant. So regardless no, of how I relatable think it's tons it is, of players we should have this conversation about. No, but nobody not this, does. No, not this conversation. Like no, because Kevin has made a mess of this and has made it very public, and it's at the center I'm of everyone. I'm going to say one name right now, and you tell me this person hasn't made a mess of things. Jamal Murray. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. But, he, but he's in. But he's, How is he he's in. He's not as famous. famous. He's not completely as different. No, thing. no, 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 no. Yeah. Well, the, the, I, Bram's right. He's not as famous. But I do think that cares, you're right about this. Who cares what people think? A hundred percent. I am a hundred percent on board with this take. Actually, about Jamal, I do think it's a. a Look, but if that, he was in a bigger market, comparable I think to KD. And Adam, that's what I was going to say, too, is I, I don't want to be like the guy who's like, oh, well, it's Denver. And I love Denver. It's like my favorite city in the middle of the country, obviously. But like, it's one thing. That last little qualifier. <laughs> it's like my seventh favorite city. That was Listen, like the fake uh, like friend of Texas. <laughs> well, the, the coolest, and I've been to, I've been to every, as Adam knows, it's a long story. We won't get into it. I've been to every city pr pretty much when I was touring as a, as a musician for years, right? So my favorite cities in pretty much order, New Orleans, New York, and then honestly, like Denver's right up there. Like Denver is a hey. oh, very, very cool city. And so, like I said, it's my favorite city in the middle of the country. And by middle, I mean like anywhere like. <laughs> yeah, we're the flyest flyover. You know, right? <laughs> your airport is psychedelic as shit, man. I'll say that. You mean we're better than Psychedelic. Yeah. There are underground yeah. tunnels. Yeah, there's underground fact, tunnels. There's a whole Illuminati thing. Don't do psychedelics there is something I recommend. <laughs> Anyways, but, uh, um, but no, I mean, if Jamal Murray was A, a better basketball player, and B, more famous, and C, didn't play in a small market, like that would have been a much bigger story and d forced his way to a, a 73 win team to win totally. some titles and then bitch the whole time and then say oh i don't care what people think about me but then get mad no, when people no, comment but i think this is a, this is a fair thing there. This... they wanted him there as much as he did 
Oh yeah, they recruited him. I mean, I'm, oh sure, they of course. course. I, I, I get it, guys. I get it. I get it. But the idea that no, Kevin Durant is not the only player in the league who cares what other people think, but he is the only player in the league who has made this situation a thing. Yeah, 100%. and that's just—it's not. You know what I mean? Until other people do, but it's a him. I will thing. say, I think more people would botch this situation and be a Kevin Durant yes, than we myself realize. It's just that they're so no, no. But I'm saying even stars like LeBron. Right. Even LeBron's botched a lot of these, especially early on in his career, right? I mean, he went through a real PR hit in the middle portion of his career. I mean, the decision. We all forget how much everybody hated the decision. The decision was a very KD-esque moment. But we're able able to forget it because LeBron didn't make burner accounts and make shoes with the tweets of 14-year-old haters on the the bottom. I would also also argue that this is... This is only something that like a very, very, very small subset of the world in as a whole gives a shit about. And right. we just happen to be in that bubble. Like oh, we are on yeah, NBA Twitter. We're following all this stuff. Oh, oh he was on fire. too. <laughs> he was on yeah. fire there. He was about to go off. No, but I, I want to move it back to, to what oh, John back. was saying. Though, I, I think, oh, did I leave? I, well, you just froze for a second. Because I do think that is one thing with Jamal, is I do think that he really desperately wants to be one of the most popular players in the league. I think he wants to be great, too. Like, he's very motivated, in my opinion. I think he, he plays hard or whatever. But I think he also really wants to be that guy. I think he wants to be... It, right now, I think maybe he would... He wants to be Steph Curry. Jamal Murray also, wants to be Steph Curry. He wants to be Steph Curry, but he wants to be talked about in every capacity, not just as a, like, here in Denver. He wants to be talked about as this, like, social figure and everything else. That's my read on him, at least. Would you – do you feel that way, Jenna? He wants yeah, I do. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Nothing, not at all. There's nothing wrong with saying that, and there's nothing wrong with being like, you know what? I messed up. Like, I feel like we're in a society nowadays where we can talk about anxiety, stress, like things that mess with us. Like, why can't players also come up and just be like, you know what? I messed up. I wish like, he I would. I wish he, uh, yeah, I wish. Yeah, Durant would. could say that. Yeah. He would he go could. a long way for me if he would, instead of blaming everyone what? else for his decision. Also, yeah. again, Durant doesn't give a shit about what we think. I mean, I, I think, think he, he does. does. That's the whole thing. He does. Does. But he, yeah. but oh, yeah. that's what but makes again, him like, That's what I'm talking about. The little tiny bubble is that in the, in the long term, what he really cares about probably is like, being respected overall yeah. for the for the breadth of his work and selling gear and selling shoes and getting paid a shit ton of money, right? So like if the tiny element of basketball Twitter gets mad at him, I don't think in the long run it's something that like he should or that that deeply care I don't know. I mean just the fact that we've been talking about it for forever is interesting to me. Life's um, not perfect and when you get rich and famous enough you think you can make it perfect. And that's right. the hubris that I think everybody gets annoyed with. It's but just, I'm 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 grateful for it. I'm grateful for this dialogue. Like Jenna is right sure. that about the the macro scale points of this being a far more relatable and conceivable, and frankly, like I'm surprised we don't see versions of it more often. So it is like it's I'm glad there was the a Kevin. He wants it to be though. Well, yeah. one of the one of the things I was cooler way exactly. Yeah, one of the things I was going to say before I got cut off is just that like the only reason why it's such a big deal is because there's no one else like Kevin Durant. Like that's the point is that yeah. he's so good yeah. and he's so right. famous. That this just gets like if Jordan was the same way, it would be the same thing. Like he's that yeah. caliber almost you know of what? player. Maybe he's just the first though, because I do wonder he's he's the youngest superstar, right? I mean, like Giannis is now coming up behind him, but LeBron, all these guys didn't grow up with social media the way that KD did, and and now like the Zion's of the world, and this next generation. I mean, it was part of them when they were in the crib. So I don't think he's going to be the last guy to sort of. Have, have run into these situations but bram thanks so much for joining us dude we have to I'm awesome. another yeah that was good dude thanks for yeah. thank great you. stuff
All right, back to the show in a second. We'll see if a DNVR member can successfully climb the steps and be the first one to climb all the way to the top, uh, to the top of metaphorical red rocks is I think what we were going for there. But first, the way that DNVR members start their morning is with a Strava Craft cup of coffee. You can purchase it in K-cups for your Keurig. You can purchase it whole bean. You can get it ground, but there's just something different. I feel like about drinking Strava Craft coffee. Maybe it's the CBD, you know, it probably is, but you just ha have a different outlook on your day when you start it with a cup of Strava as compared to a regular cup of coffee. You guys can purchase Strava Craft Coffee online for 20% off using code DNVR20. CBD has been known to help cure long-term migraines, decrease anxiety, arthritis, IBS, etc. Purchase Strava Craft Coffee online for 20% off using code DNVR20. Also, uh, what a killer background. Right, we're bringing on Darwin again. Yeah! Darwin. Darwin. Hey. Hey. Survival. Yeah. Oh, your internet's going to suck. Oh, it is. There you no, go. You're good. All right. You're good. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yesterday, you didn't get a chance to uh, play the steps, but today, oh. it looks like you're going to be our contestant. Are you, are, are you up for this? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, Darwin's ready. Well, I want you to know the last Darwin the last duck. two people to uh, to oh, try this have gone out in humiliating. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I watched yesterday. That was rough. That's not that, 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 was, that was really brutal. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel good about that. Did you know the answer, Darwin? No. Oh boy! Just it was raise a tough mistakes, question. by the way. <laughs> if you if you answer one, one of the first two questions wrong, yeah. you not only get booted from the show, we have to block you from all of our social. He did. He did mess up by not going to Jeff though. You gotta go to Jeff. I know. Wow. Yeah, that is true. Well, well, great news, Darwin. Today you have help from Jenna. Jenna can help you on any questions. And bad news, she has never watched the show and has no idea what this is. So. <laughs> so you should be fine. And, and I asked a real homie. A real homie. I asked what the, what it was, and you guys wouldn't tell me. Also, so we can't. We contractually can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh -huh. true. What do you yeah. want from us? With that buff hoodie, I'm All not right, sure so, how much help you're gonna be either. So. so <laughs> Here's Darwin, we're about Jenna's, to kick you uh, off this thing. Absolutely. I'm, I'm always I've got your back always, Darwin. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's get this thing started here. Question number one. Oh boy. Oof. Hold on a second. I don't know if I'm ready for this midday stress. Oh boy. Yeah, man. Can I get a cup of coffee before we play? No. 11 minutes though. Uh, well, I guess fun. you could. These first ones are pretty easy. I'm not going to lie. All right. I don't know. Based Number on one. yesterday's. Uh, yeah, dude. What are you, you, what are you talking about? You said. <laughs> what is the name of the mascot for the Denver Nuggets? Rocky. He knew that one. He was Final answer. He knew that one. Locking him. Is that your final answer? Is that your final answer? Wait, if you get it wrong, oh, do you one? get to go on? No, you're done. Yeah, you're you off the show. Nope, you, you are kicked right off. <laughs> you're banished yeah, to limbo. Kick right the f out. <laughs> including the two-way players. Shadow including the two-way players. Who is the youngest player on the Denver Nuggets roster? It's gotta be Bull Bull, right? Jenna, does that sound right? That does sound right. Okay. But I feel Go like bowl, it's bowl. a trick question because Adam's actually. Oh, don't do this. Have you watched the last two episodes? <laughs> <laughs> you watched the last episode, so you should know. I'm sorry, so, so PJ so start making faces. is also 2A. No, it's full ball. <laughs> Final answer. 
You are correct. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> PJ Dozier is actually older than you would think. He's been in the yeah, league for like I was three years. Say, been like I'm going to say, you better keep your composure on yeah. this and throw but a wrench in. <laughs> Number three, where did Michael Porter Jr. attend college? Missouri. Mizzou. That is correct. Unbelievable. Cruising through with such hubris. Cruising through. He, uh, <laughs> he did his senior year of high school like like 20 miles away from here, 15 miles away from here. Right, oh, yeah. Right. You're right. Played, you're played for Brandon Roy. You're going to have to turn to a brag session. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else did I do? <laughs> what city did Tid Conley grow up in? Baltimore. Is that, that sound right, John? Yes. Okay, Baltimore. Boom! Oh, nice. Rolling well through. All right, through. this one's for a sticker pack. This is the sticker though. question. This is big. This is a sticker the pack. sticky question. Okay. Okay. stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Which former Nuggets player had the nickname Rooster? Oh, Gallup. Final answer. He got it. Ah, he got it. Got a sticker right. pack. So you got a sticker pack now. So now you know you know the the. The, the deal here. Do you want to keep going, or do you want to get your sticker pack? If I if I just took it, I'd be like the first person to just yeah. Bail out of the it's also be the first person to get anything from this game. Yeah. So. it's your right, but we will destroy you. <laughs> we we, we, okay, we will make fun of you nonstop. That's fair. Let's keep going. No, oh, yeah. All right, let's keep going. Holy, like right, here I like we go. This. Number six. Oh, this is kind of a tough one. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Jenna, you can't Google. He cannot Google. That's a rule. Which current Nuggets player wears the number nine? This is a tough one. Oh, is it is it is that what Plum Dog changed his number to? I'm not Googling I my screen locks. Sure. Jenna, do you not do you not pay attention to people's numbers? So what uh, I do. I know it's not Plum Dog. I'm telling him no, it's not Plum Dog. It's not Plum okay. Dog. Can you do a process of elimination? I don't think it's Plum Dog. Is it Plum Dog? Well, so he was 24, but he changed. Yeah. And I thought he changed like a single. No, digit. it's not. It's not. It's not it is Plum a dog? single digit one, but I, yeah. So I think it's Jeremy Grant. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I I buy that. Let's go. Let's go. And, no, I don't pay attention to jersey numbers. Me either. I'm with you, Jenna. I don't care. Oh, apparently oh. you do. Be Beaston twenty five. You. That's your warning. No, no you. hints in the in the comment section. <laughs> Come on, Beaston. Come on. What did he say? <laughs> he gave the answer. The answer. <laughs> I don't. Oh, look, see I, it. Yeah, well, there. I just changed it so again. Nice. I can't see you. Nice. Yeah, nice. All right. Um, I can't I see can either. Uh, Lame. <laughs> What year did the Denver Nuggets debut the powder blue color scheme? Oh my god. I don't I can't help on this one. No. Yeah, so three. Very good. Oh, Dude, he's wow. like, ain't no thing. We're locked, locked in. in right now. Unbelievable. Darwin Duck going for the show. Unbelievable. Number eight. Where did Monte Morris attend college? <laughs> Iowa State. Man, Come on! Some of these are too oh, easy. I'm too easy. 
Okay, our what boss does not want us to give the shirt away, so blow this yeah, we, Darwin. Yeah, okay. we literally have to pay for these ourselves. Darwin shirts, so. could be a hero here. Darwin could be a hero here. What is the name of the town in Serbia that Nikola Jokic calls home? Sombor. Man, come on. What is, what is this? What? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Where's the hard ball? Where's the hard slurve off the corner? I was about to just get the, the fresh sheet of questions. Sure. Are you, oh you just, you've, you've tempted fate here, Darwin. This oh, is no. for a oh, shirt. No. This is Alex for English. a shirt. Try Alex English. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Only two players have played over 800 games in a Denver Nuggets uniform. Name both players. Oh, wow. Only okay. two players. So English would be one. Would it be like Issel? In a Denver, so this is not, ABA doesn't count. Like a Rockets uniform does not count. That counts. Okay. So yeah. Uh, Issel in English? Does that, that seem right, Jenna? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> is that you? You got to give me a guess, Darwin. I got my yeah, finger. Go with it. Yeah, let's say it's one English. Yay! Wow! Yay! Wow! My first oh, ever T-shirt wow. winner. Hang on though. Incredible. Darwin, hold on. Hang on. Nothing set. Nothing set. There's more. Well, Darwin. first person to get to ten. Now Darwin, a T-shirt yeah. is nice. It is nice. What is it forever? It's a T-shirt forever. I've got a couple. <laughs> yeah, I'm same, same. But. If you get five more questions right, you can win a lifetime subscription to DNVR. So, oh my God, are we are we allowed to give that out? <laughs> I, uh, I don't think we check. What What does the crowd want? What does the audience want? Do you, you guys want, you want to see him? So I I sold my soul when I moved out to the coast, and I used some of those ill-gotten gains. I'm already a lifetime member. Um, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> my guy, my guy, Much love. my guy, are we doing, so, so like, could I, could I give this to somebody or like, sure, what, yeah, well, let's, sure. let's, keep, it, let's keep it rolling, oh, oh my yeah. goodness, what a, let's go, what a homie, let's go, the W in Darwin is capitalized, just so oh, wow. we're gonna elect Darwin to the DMVR Hall of Fame next year, unbelievable, yeah. Goaty, he's, he's, he's now playing for a Goaty, <laughs> All right. In 2018, the Denver Nuggets rebranded around four new colors: sunshine yellow, flat irons red, midnight blue, and this slightly lighter shade of blue. Oh, I see this all the time. What is it called? I can give you the number color codes <laughs> for Photoshop, because <laughs> that's like when you're making oh, yeah. Photoshop, you're always using the color codes. No. I. Re I would love a car. I remember you had yes, D-Line on Locked On to, to talk about this. But yeah, with me. Flatiron's flat Red is the one that stuck with me the most just because it's the most easily mockable. Oh, I What's think Skyline Blue. Is that the oh, Skyline Blue? I buy that. I, yeah. I think Skyline Jenna's Blue. out here cheating trying to do Yeah, she's, she definitely, she has the, the look of us. <laughs> In, in Photoshop wow. with it every day, it just, it just makes sense. I'm using it on Photoshop every day. Yeah, yeah. David Thompson scored a career high against the Detroit Pistons on the final game of the 1978 season. How many points did he score? 
over 70. 70, what's it, like 73? Yeah, it's not 78. Jedi long thoughts. before I was alive. Long, long <laughs> before I was alive. <laughs> you got the one answer out of Jenna. He, she gave you Grant. Now the rest of you, you're on your own from this point on. I mean, it was pretty clutch. I got you through. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, let's say let's say it's 73. I think it's 73. My goodness, guys. Oh, my God. I'm starting to get nervous. Quack. I'm starting to get nervous. I'm nervous. Man, I, I can't wait, believe man. it. I... I I do not want to give these away. Wait, so what number are we on? What number was that? 13? That was 13, right? No, that was 12. No, that was 12. This He's is got 13. three yeah, more. This is 13. So I did this on the wrong one. All right, now we're on 13. Okay. Wasting most of my life on Nuggets Reddit and Stiffs over the last decade plus. Is, this is exactly the same. This is your Slumdog you, Millionaire moment. You, your you entire might, you life has led you to this moment. Number 13, who was the head coach of the 2003 Denver Nuggets? Oh, this is pre-Bizdelic. Wait, no. So Carl was 04. It was Jeff Bizdelic. Yeah, final answer. He was almost out of two, and now he's rolling. <laughs> when I was, I little, like, like, when I was you... real little, basketball was my favorite sport. And, like Matumbo was my favorite player, and then I was a big Sonic fan with with Kemp and and Gary Payton. Became a Nuggets fan again in '03. So like that era, I'm, I'm on it. I, I, I gotta well, say, I, since Darwin doesn't want the lifetime membership, if he gets to number fifteen, he gets to take my place on this show daily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Darwin, that would be a mammoth <laughs> upgrade. <laughs> wins like wins like Google, Google it, Google. <laughs> okay, number fourteen. What is the Kimbe Matumbo's full name? Oh my god. Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> Any ideas, Jeff? No, it's I, I probably I'm really bad at pronouncing names, so even if I knew it, I wouldn't know how to say it. <laughs> That's probably maybe true. Everybody That's grew true. up in That's Denver. Totally this true. was this was a thing you uh, at one point in time at least knew. Right after, man, I've tempted fate, I think, one too many times, but I just said he was my favorite player when I was, like, five. No five-year-old has ever pronounced his full name, if it makes you feel better. <laughs> Unless you apparently grew up in Denver and you must have known it and gone to the Renaissance Festival. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> every child in Colorado does. No. That's why people think we're like cowboys out here and stuff. No, people think we're cowboys because when there's Broncos game, like Broncos cheerleaders dress like from cowboys. that era. Yeah, and, a, and a huge majority of the state are cowboys, but just yeah. don't live in Denver. And it's yeah. a real like, thing. Just talking around Darwin's like clutch moment. All right, let's put, we gotta put a time limit on this here. Why? In lieu of an actual answer, because I don't have one, uh, I want to tell a story. My, my dad's like closest rush with, with Denver sports. Uh, He's in an airport. He was in DIA in like early nineties and saw Dikembe uh, walking through the airport, following Scott Hastings, calling out, Scott, Scott. <laughs> that was, that was That's awesome. I, That's a story I, I would tell. I don't know Deke's full name, but you can take an L on that. Uh, uh, 
Darwin, so close. Good he run. He had it all. He threw it away. Mutombo, Mupolando, Mukamba, Jean Jacques Mutombo. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten that. <laughs> Even if you've seen it before, how would you remember it in that order? Jed, I've heard you that name. You can ask me next time we're at Pepsi Center. Ask me to recite it, and I will yeah. get it. Off the Jenna, I have phone. heard that name five thousand times, and I couldn't give you the second name in the Beautiful. string of names. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. Darwin had gotten that, I think he could have taken my job. Absolutely. 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 How many syllables are in that sec that middle? All name of them. Part? All the thirty-two, syllables. actually. Mupolando, oh. Mukamba, Jean Jacques. Jean-Jacques, that's the easy one. That's, a that's the easy yeah. one. Everybody knows that one. Yeah. But you know what, guys? You learn something new every day. And today I learned that Darwin is a real one. Dude, Shout Darwin out. is oh, a yeah. real one, man. A little a little faint applause for him. He, he, he had the guts to hey. jump past the teacher. Darwin. Yeah, really, really good job. You guys should really um, quack him in whenever he comes. Darwin Duck, baby. Yeah, I don't know if quack, he likes quack, that, quack, but I'm going to push quack. it. <laughs> Mighty Duck is out. Uh, Jenna, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you had fun. Yeah, it was really fun, guys. Close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, it was really like, fun. Yeah, can't wait to watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> no, this will be the highlight of my day for sure. Question though, is it just live or will there be like another be thing linked. that people no, can listen going. to? And it'll be the oh. podcast, yeah. It'll be the podcast. It'll still be up on Periscope. It'll be on YouTube. Um, I'll be on Facebook if, for, for your grandparents. So <laughs> Thank you. For, for you and like the two other people on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks so much uh, for tuning in. We're going to see you tomorrow at noon. Don't forget, we have the NFL Draft live show coming up on DNVR at 5, 5.30, I believe. 5.30? 530? Yep, 5.30. 5.30. 5.30, kicking it off. It's going to be so much fun, guys. We put a lot into this. Everybody, all hands on deck. It's going to be a whole production. So come check us out. We'll see you next time. Great show today, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I really thought for a second Darwin was going to get to the top of the steps before I remembered how difficult those last couple of questions actually are. Thanks for coming on, Darwin. That was fun. We'll see if somebody can climb the steps on Friday. Before we get out of here, though, I want to remind you guys that like Strava Craft Coffee, it's not just regular coffee that you're going to get at a grocery store or even from Starbucks or whatnot. This is like supercharged coffee. CBD makes Strava Craft coffee unlike any other coffee I've ever had. CBD can, can just enhance your life. It can help cure migraines. It can decrease anxiety. It can calm you down in the stressful times that we're living in right now. And if you guys want Strava Craft coffee, if you've never tried before, you can get 20% off using code DNVR20 online. 20% off using code DNVR20 online. If you're not on the train, if you're not a loyal drinker of Strava Craft Coffee, give it a try. Just give it one try. I think that will change. That's what happened to us. That's what happened to Vote. That's what happened to a bunch of us here at DNVR. So you guys can get 20% off on Strava Craft Coffee online using code DNVR20. Check them out.